0: You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by the MLB.com Shop. Well, Mariner's Conversation today. Very glad you could join us. I'm Dave Raymond with Greg Johns of Mariner's.com. And, uh, Greg, we missed you last week. I, I had just assumed that you were probably still hanging out at, at Griffey's house, taking um, family photos and the like. Uh, hope you had a great week, though, man.
1: I did, and I have not got the return invite to Griffey's house. I don't know what that means, but... but was happy to have a week, uh, week off with my wife down in San Francisco and I enjoyed the heck out of that. And uh, glad to be back on duty now, getting ready, for, getting ready for spring training coming around the corner now. Right on, yeah. I mean, it
0: is right around the corner. So that opens up an opportunity for us uh, to maybe introduce folks to a new face, new name. Um, at least, you know, like on, on the big league side, it could be somebody coming up through the system, maybe somebody acquired – uh, this off season, and Ward knows that would give you plenty of guys to choose from. So, who are we going to get to know this week? You know, I, they got they do have a
1: ton of guys, and, and a guy I pick out that I think would be fun to look at is Nori Aoki. Uh, I think a guy that the fans are going to really love, and I think is really going to uh, be a key to success for this team. That's the, that's the leadoff guy. So, I, I think Nori Aoki uh, really one of the, one of the more interesting uh, off season acquisitions out of a whole bunch that Jerry DePoto has made.
0: So, what is it? about okay, that you're like, although before you jump into that, I'll say this i was I was looking at his numbers not long ago. and it is uncanny what how consistent he is. I mean, every year, every batting average on base percentage slugging is like within a point or two of one another. He, he's ridiculously consistent.
1: It, it's crazy, David. That's that's one of the reasons they got him. Uh, Jerry Depoto loves that consistency and kind of knowing what you're going to get. And in a, a critical position, that they've been looking to fill here for a while at that leadoff spot. But but you're right. I mean, it, he's played four years in the big leagues, and, it, and it's, I don't I don't think I've ever seen it before. I mean, his, his four batting averages: two eighty five, two eighty six, two eighty seven, and two eighty eight. And and the only thing he didn't do is do those in order. I mean, they, they've they've gone back and forth. But but to stay within uh, you know four points over four seasons is it's pretty stunning, and and those, those are numbers you can uh, certainly like and live with. But on base as well, he's been very consistent uh, up there in the the 350 to 360 range, and uh, you know, so you you know what you're going to get with Noriega, assuming he stays healthy, and uh, and that's a big a big part of what uh, what they need and what they want, you know, in that leadoff spot.
0: Uh, you know, and there, there is always the question of production, what a guy is going to give you on the field, and then there is that. Uh, those intangibles, what he what he provides, just you know, in the clubhouse, on the bus, on the charters, um, when he was signed, and it was a while ago now, but as I recall, there was he had some quote about being excited about the coffee, and and what he felt like was a chance to win a World Series. I love that. It sounds like he's a guy with a little sense of humor, um, but also a guy who who really believed that this this move for him was about being competitive and a chance to do. What everybody's aiming to do, which is is play for the ring.
1: Uh, no doubt, and you're right. Personality uh, exudes from uh, this kid when we when we met him, and and I've heard that uh, from his previous days. Certainly, I, I think the fans are going to like this. Uh, reminds me a little bit of uh, Munenori Kawasaki, who was the, a guy that came in It was just kind of a uh, just fun to watch. Just his love for the game and kind of love for being around people was. Uh, was was uh, just catching, you know, and and Aoki has some of that. I don't know if he's quite as over the top as uh, Muninori, who was uh, kind of one of the all timers as far as personality. But uh, Aoki seems to have that in a big way, and and uh, that'll be fun. I think you, you got to like the game, you got to you got to enjoy it, and that seems to be a big part of what he brings. And uh, and you're right, that that, that is important, and, and especially for the Japanese players coming over, and it, sometimes there's a language barrier and things. So you can make up for a lot of that just by just by being happy and being Enjoying being around guys and part of the game. And uh, I think we're going to see a lot of that with Aoki.
0: So, consistency being his, maybe his main calling card, although the numbers themselves are actually pretty good as well, right? I mean, the, the one thing we do know is he's probably not going to steal more bases than he has in the past. He's probably not going to hit a whole lot more home runs than he's hit in the past just because he's over that, you know, that hump of the late 20s. Um, but is is there upside for him do you think is there is does he represent an opportunity to surprise in some way well that's a great question i i guess we'll find out that,
1: I, I read an interesting story in the in the japan times uh a couple days ago and uh, aoki's over there working out and he talked with the reporter uh, so it's an English-speaking uh, le- uh, newspaper, so I was actually able to to read it. But but one of the quotes is pretty eye-catching, and you know, take it for what it's worth. But uh, Aoki working out and says, uh, "Hey, I, I want I want to do one of two things. I want to either win a batting title or a stolen base crown. I mean, this is his, this is his goal. So if you, if if there's upside, he believes there certainly is." Uh, you know, this is a guy that uh, he does have a remarkable ability of getting bat on the ball and getting on base and doing things. And uh, you know, you want to talk numbers. I mean, his career 353 on base percentage is is a number one of why he's in Seattle. That was a, that's a that's a key area for uh, Depoto to look at to improve on a team whose who's on base last year was 311 as a group. Uh, 353 they like, especially in that leadoff spot. And looking last year, I mean, they tried a lot of different guys. They really have since Ichiro left. You know. They'd, really been trying to find that guy, that catalyst the top of the lineup. And last year, you know, they they, they had Austin Jackson. Uh, they tried Logan Morrison, was lead led off 20 games last year. You know, Seth Smith was the lead-up hitter 18 times. And they tried Ricky Weeks, you know, uh, Ackley, Brad Miller, uh, uh, Justin I mean, they, they were rolling guys out there just trying to find something. And uh, last last third of the season, they brought up Cattell Marte, the young shortstop, and he did a pretty good job there. He actually put up numbers that they could probably live with but they want they want the, the kind of that experienced guy with aoki and no question he's going to fill that role but uh, as you talk about what do you want in that leadoff spot last year the mariners last in baseball 30 teams they've in uh, runs scored by their leadoff guy 76 runs out of that leadoff spot and that's that's a number they want to change and, and you got to think you know with with your cano your your uh, nelson cruz your seager and the middle of that order you get a guy on base you you should be able to get him around you you're looking at pretty good thing but you got to you got to get a guy on and make something happen and that that's what they're looking at with Aoki so uh again numbers uh, hey uh, on base last year 247 batting average for their leadoff guy you know Aoki a career 287 uh 307 was their on base for the leadoff spot you know Aoki a 353 career so if if he's living by those career numbers even close to him there Again, a significant upgrade there in that leadoff spot. So, it, it it really should be interesting, and that's that's offensively. So, you know, of course, defense a whole other side of the game that we can talk about as well. But uh, that's why they like Aoki, and uh, and certainly as as I see him to be a, a big part of this team going forward.
0: All right, let, let me ask one thing that is not as pleasant a question for people to consider with Aoki, and that is, um, you know, while he's been so consistent, I mean, he, he, he's. Played what is it 130 plus games? Seems like every single year we've talked about the numbers that he continues to put up offensively. He had the concussion situation last year with the Giants. He didn't he didn't play well when he came back late in the year. He, he discussed with him that he was still feeling some some symptoms. Um, you know, we've seen guys' careers take a take a bad turn after concussions. Uh, is there concern there? Have they have they? You know, they talk much about that. Do we know what his status
1: is in that regard? Uh, they've talked about it, and he talked about it. And you know, if you, t- you take what you can from that. I mean, both club and player, not surprisingly, say he's he's free and clear. Uh, he said he's he feels great. He's been working out, you know, harder than ever uh, on the off season. It feels great. They gave him a, a full, very thorough. Uh, uh, physical. I remember when they brought him into Seattle, they sent him, uh, you know, not just their own people. They they had a concussion specialist in Seattle that they sent him to uh, to make sure uh, that he cleared before they signed him. So they, they put him through everything that you can. I guess you, you never do know, it, Dave, I guess, until a guy gets out there on the field. And baseball's a, a tough sport, a mental sport, and uh, uh, certainly a, a, a challenge for, uh, for some guys. But, you know, a lot of guys have had concussions, been fine coming back. Uh, you know, I, I guess they you shouldn't. I don't think expect a problem, but I do think you know you have to have an uh, you know an awareness of that he did have a pretty serious uh, situation that got him out of the last month uh, last year. Or so you talk about you know that his his numbers, and his games played uh, last year was the one year that he did have some injury problems. He he broke a fibula early in the uh, about three months into the season. He got hit in the leg and, and broke a fibula. And at the time, I guess you want to talk about his upside. Dave hitting three seventeen at the time and was. Uh, if you look back, was was one of the leading vote getters for NL outfield. Was was in position to start for a while, you know, and uh, uh, Stanton ended up passing him at the end. But he was in 317 uh, when he got hurt and came back. Had kind of struggled for a month, kind of getting back, uh, getting his legs under him, and then got the concussion and tried to play through that. Came back and then they finally uh, shelved him. So, you know, if you get back to that first half before when he was healthy, yeah, you see some definite promise there, and, and I guess the second half, as you mentioned, you, you, you do always have to have concerns with, with health issues, but uh, it's been, it's been what, uh, you know, half a year now, and uh, certainly most guys recover full and strong from a concussion in that period of time, so I think the expectation is he's, he's fine now, and that's certainly he cleared all their uh, medical tests. Okay,
0: well, that's good, that's good, and uh, it'll be a fun one, uh, you know, apart from what he does on the field, it'll be a fun one for everybody to get to know, it's just the personality that he brings along. Along with it, Greg, and um, we appreciate you giving us a little introduction today. And go get him a a big cup of Joe for when he gets to town.
1: (laughs) He likes the coffee. He likes
0: uh, he likes
1: following in the footsteps of Ichiro Suzuki as well, uh, David. He mentioned that when he signed. uh, Ichiro's a guy that he watched growing up uh, in in Japan, and was was kind of he said he watched a whole lot of Mariner games on television when he was. coming up as a kid, and, and uh, is pretty thrilled to be on the team and to fill in that same leadoff spot that Itro did uh, you know, years ahead of him. So it, it's an interesting fit, and it's certainly, a, I think, a, 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 he has some of Itro in him. He's got that ability to keep the bat on the ball and get on base and do some things. So it uh, should be an interesting uh, interesting time coming here next year with uh, Norie leading off for the Mariners. Or, who
0: knows? I mean, there's, there's somebody in you, like, go ahead. Let's go with each
1: row. I like that idea. Bye, <laughs> Greg.
0: Have another great week, and uh, we'll look
1: forward to doing it again soon. Thank you, Dave. Good talking to
0: you as always. All right, there it goes. Greg dot com Extras, the Seattle Mariners edition.